all my short socks are in the wash at the moment, so I've pulled some long socks down. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Inventive. Call me, call me if you need some fashion advice. I'm, uh, I'm full of it. Down the, the clothing man can repurpose <laughs> any piece of clothing into what you want for depending on the seasonal needs. We'll work on that. Balaclava meets hat meets face mask meets <laughs> scarf. <laughs> meets, meets beanie. <laughs> Is there anything it can do? <laughs> <laughs> so, Queen, we've reached double digits. Double digits. Episode 10. Episode 10. Can you believe we've made it this far? Yes. You said we, you couldn't believe. You didn't think we'd get this far. Well, okay, maybe I should clarify. I'm surprised we managed to make it 10 weeks straight. You're right in the sense that I was thinking we would have little moments of like, oops, sorry, guys. Sorry, we can't do it this week. Margot spilt water on Dan's laptop and he's having to order a new one. Like that's. But also like we've been away. We've taken like weekends off. Some weeks have been really busy. Other weeks haven't been quite so busy. And yet we've managed to get an episode out at 5 p.m. every single week. And that's thanks to your amazing editing, I have to say. Oh, well, you're very welcome. I feel no. that we have, <laughs> I feel that we've been more, much more organized than I ever thought we could be. Yeah. Because this is very much like, this is a side hustle adjacent to a side hustle. This is... Definitely. This is part of the many side hustles. Yes. Um, so I think this begs the question, now that we're in episode 10, we have a very lovely audience, small but mighty, Yes. And we love each and every one of you and we love the feedback as well that we've received. Um, and I think for us, as much as it is for you guys, it's just very simple enjoyment. We don't pretend to be, you know, um, experts in any fields. We just chat and we have opinions. Some you may like, some you may not, but it's just been fun. It has been fun. I think we found a really good rhythm where we don't have to be too outspoken in our thoughts, but I think we've also touched on things that I have never taken the time to think about before, which if you go back to episode one, that's kind of what I said. And I think we've made a big tick of that. We've pulled that out of each other, haven't we? I really think we have. And I don't know about you, but I have definitely found in conversations I've had with other people and in various sort of interview situations I've had to do for videos. This podcast has massively benefited me in that sense. Good queen. I'm glad. I mean, it kind of makes you think, God, what did I sound like before? I think I I haven't changed in that sense. I still talk the same. I still make sometimes some errors in, in words after listening to some of our podcasts. There are things I say where I'm like, that word doesn't exist, but let's make it one. Um, it's helped for sure, but also it's just been really fun. Like I've just loved having chats with you about things like you said we wouldn't normally chat about. But going back to my question, I just wanted to suss how you are going in life. Because I feel like we can open up to our listeners a little bit more, especially if we're thinking of doing a season two in a few months time. Um, it'll just be nice, I think, just to log how we're going. Yeah. <laughs> Diaries of the depressed. I feel really good right now. I'm trying in every aspect of my life not to burn out. And I think key indicators are when I either feel too stressed or a bit kind of scatty in my mind. Mm -hmm. And at times, I think during this process, understandably, because we didn't cancel anything else in our itineraries, around sort of episode four, episode five, I was really like scrambling to get the edit together. And 100%. How are you feeling podcast aside in life though? Or what do you not do? I'm just curious. I think this is something that we should be a bit more candid about. Because like, I feel like sometimes when you hear of other people's tricks, like for an example, um, I was listening to a voice note da -da 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 -da, from a friend this morning and she said to me, 
something that's really helped her is instead of, you know, when your alarm turns off, you're lying in bed for 15 minutes looking at your phone. She said, put your phone away, grab a glass of water or a tea or a coffee or whatever, sit on your bed and just take eight minutes for yourself just eight, which would probably normally be on our phone or whatever, dicking around and list five things that you're grateful for and then just think about them. And I know that not everyone has the time to do that. I mean, it doesn't have to be eight minutes. It can be less than that. But I actually did that. And it was just a really nice moment for me to be like, wow, I may think that whatever I'm struggling or, you know, I'm not doing that well. But if you look at your wins and look at the things that you're grateful for, it puts so much into perspective. For sure. I think knowing what you love is really good. Um, I've also heard something from the other side, which is like, every day I want you to imagine that someone really close to you has died. Oh my gosh. Now think about that for 10 minutes. Now open your eyes, remember they're still alive and just remember to tell them you love them. You know? Like a shock tactic. I think so. I don't it's really like know. after those awful dreams where like, you know, you dream that someone's cheated on you or you've had an awful fight with a friend or someone's died and you wake up and you're like, oh my God, thank God, yeah. that's just a dream. Um, So you're feeling good. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I do feel incredibly lucky. Like every now and again, you do have to take stock of the things you're happy about, the things you're not so happy about. But I do genuinely feel like I I have no right to complain about anything. What do you think about that when people are like, I don't have a right to complain about things? Do you think that makes your issues feel less important? Well, I think perspective is quite an important thing. It's sort of what life is really, isn't it? But I think I do hate it when people go, well, could be worse, you know, for example... I've got it worse. And you go, well, that's great. But now it's just all become about you. <laughs> that hasn't invalidated my my um my my feelings about yeah. something. It's it's about finding what you love to do and finding meaning in that. Yeah, especially when you're in a creative field. I think if you really love what you do and you get to do that as a job, you spend most of your time doing the thing you love doing, as mm. we discussed in episode five. Um, how about you, Queen? How do you feel? I guess about the podcast and then just in life generally. Thanks for checking in. I really wasn't expecting that. Um, Thanks for the prompt. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm, as you said, I feel very lucky as well. I feel very lucky to be living in London. Obviously, it's where I've always wanted to live. Um, And Dan was asking me today, he was like, why why do you live in London? Like if the salaries are higher in Australia, if the air quality is better in Australia, if, you know, the weather's better in Australia and if the people are warmer in Australia, and generally they are, I hate to say Mm. it, but they are. The simple answer is because I hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, the simple answer is because I feel like sometimes you have to live out of your comfort zone, I think, in order to um, find yourself. And I know that sounds really corny because it is, but it's true. And um, I really did find myself moving overseas and, and not being comfortable, especially in the freelance world. Like it's not a comfortable place. And, and honestly, it's not one that I'm comfortable in. As you know, I find it quite stressful. Um, and I don't particularly have the networks to stay in freelance. So um it's, it's a tricky one, but I also think if I strip that back and I go, why am I here? You know, what's the bigger reason? And it's not just for a job. There's so much more than just your career. I mean, as we've said on our Instagram about travel and, and self-development and meeting new people and, and having really great experiences. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to live life. I'm just trying to do what I love and do it as much as possible. So do you think this whole period in the UK is sort of like an adventure that will come to an end and then you'll go back to your life in Australia? Or do you think, do you plan to build something here 
that you'll then take with you. Is this you sussing out whether I'm leaving in the next couple of years? Please don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I, I wouldn't like to say this is like an escape. I think I'm definitely using my experience in London to kind of build a future that I want. Um, I would like to think that I move back to Australia one day, but also so much can happen. So I'm just kind of leaving a lot of room. Um, I knew I wanted to leave Australia just to kind of experience what else life had to offer. But there are so many other cool cities. I mean, New York, Japan. I'd love to live in Japan. My point is, you know, I think um, I'll definitely use this experience to kind of push into other things. But, you know, for example, this podcast has been really out of my comfort zone. Like, as you know, you're a creator, so you're used to putting things out there quite often. But this is the first time that I've ever had my name to something and used my social platform to kind of push it. Mm. And it feels uncomfortable. I'm going to be honest, it doesn't, I still don't feel totally comfortable being like, yoohoo, I made this super cool thing and I'm so proud of it. Go listen to it. Like, I can't, it doesn't come naturally because Mm. it's, you know, we don't have a marketing team yet and we don't have people, you know, doing our Instagram. We're the ones doing our Instagram on top of our other tasks. Um, We're the ones putting out our content. So it's really just you and me, um, which I love. It's a, it's, it's fun and we, we do it really well together, but um, it doesn't come naturally to self-promote, I guess. For sure. Well, I think podcasting, just putting yourself out on social media in general, I think it is just taking the plunge, isn't it? Wow, that's our episode title, Taking the Plunge. Taking the Plunge. That is what I think any of these social media platforms are because it is really daunting. It is really daunting to put yourself out there because it opens you up to ridicule. It opens you up to (laughs) being sort of told that you are self-centered and narcissistic and egotistical. Why have we got a show where people are expected to come and listen to us for half an hour a week? I know. Who are we to expect that people would want want to listen to that? But then I think when when you put these things out there, how many how many hate comments have you had from people? Zero. Exactly. We're just a couple of queens in caps wanting to make something together. Exactly. But honestly, it's been people have been so lovely, but I guess that's because we have quite a concentrated audience. You know, and we are obviously, obviously we are wanting to um, encourage people to share the podcast if they enjoy it and if they think others would enjoy it too, because it would be so fantastic to increase our audience organically, um, but also by incentivizing people to do it via paid endorsements and bribery. Of course. Well, if you tip us a hundred pounds, we'll each get a tattoo on the small of our back. Oh um, my god, we need to start doing that. What's it called? Like forfeits? Yeah, what if if we don't get? <laughs> if Dan doesn't upload on time, he gets a neck tattoo saying "Queen" with a Z. Oh Jesus! It, it Not be the a, worst I could give you. It'll be out early. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'll put it out at four fifty nine this week. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I, I think it's it's difficult to put yourself out there. It's difficult to put yourself out as like an authoritative voice. But I think what is interesting about us doing 10 episodes together is that we can look back at it and start to figure out what the themes are. And I think we're figuring out as well as our friendship has grown, we figured out what we enjoy talking about. Because I remember we made the first episode quite some time before we published it so that we could send it to friends and see what they thought. And we had some nice comments. We had some little bits of actionable feedback. But again, it was based on one episode. Whereas Mm. this 10, I hope for you at least, it's felt like you're sort of zooming out and you're seeing this like trend. 100%. Of of how, how things flow. The episodes that we've enjoyed the most. That could be an interesting thing to say 
like what is your have you got a favorite episode i do i've got a couple it's like choosing your favorite children it's very hard because i'm so proud of everything we've done and there have been moments in each episode where i look back on and i'm really fond of um the first moment for me where i thought shit i'm working with someone who's very talented um (laughs) i love how it took me some time to get to realize that. Thanks Queen, keep humble. Yeah. Stay humble. Stay humble, sit down, be humble. In episode two, I was talking about my bad date stories and you sent it to me and you sent me this totally post-produced version of my date stories and you took it from like 1D to 3D. Nice. And I loved that experience so much. And from the feedback I've received, people loved it. Not because of what I was saying, although my date stories are absolutely ridiculous, but just the way you made that so fun and so interactive and people felt like they were there and they were taken on a little journey. So for me, that's got to be one of my highlights. Nice. What about you? Uh, I was just looking through the titles here. Wow, you have to be reminded. That's that's great. I think my favourite one was possibly episode six. I love the Polish snacks. <laughs> I did like to crunch down on those very dry wafers. That, wafers. Was, that was the first episode where we had, we were reading out comments from people who'd actually written in. Which was surprising because we were both quite low energy that day. I think there was something in the weather. I think that's only natural, isn't it? From week to week. I do agree. I also liked, (laughs) I liked the gender reveals and how passionate we both were on the fact that we think they're a very outdated, irrelevant, um, you know, trend. Yeah. I, I think I find it hard to disagree with you and I wish that there was more disagreeing between us. Now, do you think that's because... Generally, I'm very good at persuading you of, of my thoughts. Yes. Or, or do you think it's because generally we neither of us are too extreme one way or the other? I think I'm always open to listen to your side. I think naturally when you respect someone, you want to hear what they have to say. I don't think you or I are very argumentative people. No. Um, I do like to be right, but opinions don't have to be right or wrong. They're opinions. Yeah. Um, it's not like we're debating on, you know, a law or something like we, you and I are both quite similar in, I think, our political viewpoint. Would you agree? Yeah, I would say so. But no, I think if we were a little bit more, I mean, this podcast isn't the hill I want to die on. Like if I were to say something that didn't age very well. Or, Ended your career. Yeah, I mean, that just wouldn't be worth it, would it? Like no. th- this is a fun thing for us. We don't right. want to do anything or say anything that's going to make us... Too, or, it's not too controversial, right? No, so I, so I wonder if we were to discuss more controversial things where we maybe do clash, that we'd lose energy on that. 100%. Another thing I want to talk to you about is some feedback I've gotten from people, which is I think because we're competing with podcasts out there, that are so niche in what they're talking about. I think you and I don't really have a niche. And when people ask me, what's your podcast about? I'm kind of like, life? I say exactly the same thing. What do you say? Yeah, I do say life. Maybe we need to decide a bit more. But then I would also wonder, like, because we're right at the very beginning of this, I think the evolution of the podcast as we make more of these episodes, maybe we will just find, we will just find that niche, maybe. I think our niche is not having a niche (laughs) and that's maybe okay. Like we're never going to talk our relationship as mates. We're never going to talk about stuff that I'd talk with my girlfriends about because that's just not us. Yeah. We are very much above the belt (laughs) feelings, emotions, hot topics. I think emotions and, and sort of, we are quite deep thinkers, I think. Reflectors. Yeah. No, I think I've really enjoyed getting into the slightly more philosophical topics with you. And I think you've enjoyed that far more than you thought you would. Very much so. I think 
hence why I wanted a podcast called Just the Tip. I mean, my Lord. But you've really helped me um, sort of be comfortable with those deeper thoughts. And perhaps I'm a bit more reflective than I gave myself credit for. Do you think the podcast has enabled you to think about those things for more than just like a fleeting second? 100%. And also being able to voice those opinions without fearing judgment. You've probably become more eloquent at saying those things as well. I'm shying away less from, you know, the heavier topics and almost not feeling as bad for revealing, you know, why those things are hard or why they make me feel a certain way. Yeah. But then I guess what we don't want this podcast to be is just a dumping ground of our emotions because, you know, we're, we're thinking about the person listening. We want them to feel good. We want them to feel happy. Totally. And there's that thing of like the recency paradox or whatever it's called where you everything you talk about is sort of through the lens of how you feel right now. If I say yeah. like, how are you doing? And you've just had an ice cream. You're like, oh yeah, I feel great. Like it's a sunny day. It's fantastic. But then if I asked you sort of based on the last three months, how's your life been? Actually, it's been really terrible. And the ice cream was like the height of a very low point otherwise. Are you saying this is your ice cream? I'm making an inference, Your Honor. I- I'm just saying- You like I- ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to go for ice cream afterwards. Um <laughs> So I think when we talk about like, oh, so how's your week been? It probably is in regards to how you feel this week as as we're recording. Right. But then when the episode goes out in two weeks or three weeks or something, as it did back when we started and we were a bit more organized and ahead of things, mm. by the time that episode then goes out, we've probably changed our mind about how we actually feel because we've had time to let a particularly bad moment with a friend go, you know, calm down or whatever. Couldn't agree with you more. What advice, if you were in a place to give advice, what piece of advice would you give yourself in two months time? Two months? Yeah, when we come back for our summer special. Oh, um, I think honestly, it would just be slow down. Poor, simple and powerful words from Mr. Keen. Slow down. I I genuinely don't know what the rush is. Mm, Mine would be speed up. (laughs) Okay, interesting. No, I'm kidding. kidding. (laughs) Have you seen Tick, Tick, Boom? No, I haven't yet. Uh, Well, I guess it was a bit trendy for a while, wasn't it? It was, you know, I'm happy about that. Slow down. I like that. Simple but effective. Well, I just think something I've realized is, again, it was around episode three or something. I felt probably like the heaviest mentally that I've ever felt. And I think I just had too many things on my plate. Too many fingers and too many pies. To that end, you know, I haven't posted anything on my YouTube channel for the last month or so. And the reason is because I just didn't want to burn out in any other area. So this YouTube video that you've got coming out is going to be the first one you've posted in a month. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. That's very big. Congrats. Thank you. No, I was pleased to pleased to put the time in. Pleased to be there. So yeah, I, I think it would just be slow down. Mm. You know, like it's not a rush. It's uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint, that kind of thing. Beautiful. You know, you want to you want to build sustainable means for the future. And if you do genuinely want to be in this industry for 30, 40, 50 years, I actually don't think there's any benefit to just sprinting. You're going to take a leaf out of Steve Jobs' book. That's right. His Apple book. Fridays are... Off. Well, if I could do that, that would be amazing. But I I think I should definitely take more time to actively relax. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, take yourself out on nice little weekend walks, you know. Great. Um, and yeah, just sort of try and build little contingencies. Make sure you don't pass that threshold of, uh, of no return. What would your advice be for two months time? You'll just be back from Greece. I would have. Um, Queen, that's an excellent question. I'd probably say something like, um, 
you've got this. Okay. Simple but effective. I think there's a lot of doubt that comes with the freelance world, as I've said, if you, if you don't have the, the contacts. Um, there are a few things in my you know um, career that I'm planning on doing in the next couple of months, uh, planning on actioning, if you will. And I think the thing I need to just remind myself is I've got this. It's, it's, it's all going to be okay. Um, and just kind of being like, I'm my own best friend. Unfortunately, I feel like I've learned people aren't just going to do things for you. And that is, you know, I mean, I'm so grateful to have had the education that I have, but, you know, we were spoon fed throughout all of our school experience. Sure. And there's almost this expectation when you come out of school that people are just going to help you with yeah. everything. And that's really not the case. And I've had to learn that the hard way with jobs, with relationships, with, with friendships, with, you know, everything. People aren't always going to help you. So sometimes if you want something, you just have to graft. Um, and, and yeah, so I'd say you've got this. Nice. Yeah. That's good. There's something really empowering though, about knowing that people aren't just going to do stuff for you, that you have to go out and do it for yourself. Yeah. And I mean, I love a little plan, but there's, it's just always fun being excited by things. Yesterday we had a meeting, a composer meeting at Spitfire and the co-founder Christian, he comes onto the call and you know, we're just like chatting about some stuff that we're working on at the moment. And then, you know, he comes forward with some big picture ideas, some concepts that he's been thinking about. And he's been co-founder of this company for 15 years now. And he was a real pioneer when he first got started. But what's so inspiring is that he's still such a pioneer now. Mm. And you sort of, you feel that working for this company who does amazing things, really, really cool projects, you think it's working at its peak. And then he unloads like, 10 or 12 really groundbreaking concepts that when he leaves the call 15 minutes later, you just feel so inspired to like get up and go and make more music again. He hasn't lost his zest. Hasn't lost it at all. Wow. And I think that's... After how long? 15 years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's just, I think moments like that and meeting people like that who you can tell they they have such an innate passion for things that, you know, they, they'll never settle, not because they're greedy, but because mm. they just never want to stop exploring. Because they're passionate. Exactly. Um, and so I think it's good to be surrounded by people like that. And that definitely inspires me. 100%. I guess the million dollar question is, are we going to continue to another series? Where to from here? Mm. Find out next month. Um, 100%. If, if both our schedules allow for it, I think I can speak for the both of us. It's something that we love doing. And if our schedules allow us to, we will continue to factor it in in the same way we have before. Um, the exciting thing, drum roll, please. Beautiful, a bit of a tenor bass yeah. moment there. Um, next season, we would like to actually have guests onto the show. Interesting. Um, yeah, Dan's like, you haven't told me about this. <laughs> we don't have a third microphone. <laughs> I think we kind of, I guess, encourage each other to open up a bit more. So this is more so been establishing trust between each other, but also with you guys. So for season two, what we want to do is kind of maybe <laughs> take ourselves a little bit further out of the picture and talk to some interesting people. I'm wanting to talk to a police officer. I'm wanting to talk to people who have been through things, doctors, crazy stories. We want to hear from you guys. We still want to play your voice notes and, you know, have a very interactive relationship with you. Um, but we just want to keep things a bit spicy, you know, keep things dynamic. 
I think that would be nice because we can take what people have said. We'll learn something from that ourselves. Yeah. And then that only sort of breathes air into the fire that we have the rest of the time. I think, I mean, I think it's safe to say we probably won't have guests every week, right? No, I I think it'll more be like, and this week in order to talk about this, we have an expert in the field. You know, we're not going to pretend to know about, you know, the crime rate in London, but there are, there are people who I think would add a lot to our podcast and maybe bring a bit more um, flavor. Yeah, absolutely. I I think also it's going to be really fun because it's another opportunity for, for me to kind of take, the production to another level. Like, wow. I'm, yeah. Can it go to another level, Queen? Oh, it, it definitely can. Was, was episode two of this season a bit of a taster of what you can do? Obviously with time allowing, because I know you've got two other jobs, but... I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed making that as a slightly more kind of entertaining segment, but I think our episodes generally run chronologically from beginning to end. It's right. a conversation that starts at the beginning of the podcast and mm-hmm. ends at the end. And it's sometimes a bit more interesting to break that up a bit. So we might do, for example, an interview with someone and we have like a half an hour chat with them. And then we cut that into, you know, several shorter segments, whatever. And then we integrate that into our conversation about that larger topic where we go. And it was really interesting when such and such discussed this. And then we can cut to that short period of of that bit of the podcast. Gorgeous. I think that would I think that would be really fun. And I think also, you know, the podcast is ultimately with us at the center of it with kind of branching out to other people. I think that's I think that would be really fun. Just so people don't get sick of our voice because I know we love talking to each other, but we want to make sure that these guys are not dying of boredom on the other end. Yeah, I mean, we could hear our voices all day. I oh, know that you non-stop. listen to us in your spare time. I actually do though. That's that's the crazy thing. I guess I listen to my own music occasionally. Not very often, though. It's um, okay. The cook has to taste its own food, right? Absolutely. I mean, my gosh, you can't, it has to always be seasoned. Yeah. So I definitely want to improve the production, but I think... Can um, I say, I think it's already wonderful. And I'm grateful that you do it because my God, if I did it, it would, it would, maybe we should do that for, for fun. Give me the recording. I hop into GarageBand, oh, rip, wow. rip, rip, do some editing and bada bing, bada boom, see what happens. I would love to hear that. Yeah, I know you would. I would probably be up all night doing it and it would be <laughs> awesome, okay? Um, but no, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to the future of this. Me too. This pod. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be really good. And I, I don't know when when will we start recording? I think we're going to see, uh, we're going to leave these guys a bit of a break to catch up on what they've missed. As we said, if you'd like to share it with anyone you know who may enjoy it, please do. Um, also, please give us a rating if you have a spare moment. We'd love to know um, your feedback, see how we're going. And um, yeah, we just want to hear more from you guys. We love it. Uh, I definitely want to hear actual voice notes from people. Yes. I would love for people to interact with us on Anchor in that way. Um, and yeah, I think just generally, like the more messages and emails and topics of conversation that we can have, um, you know, the more, the more likely it will be that this, I think after a certain, I think after a period of time, you sort of think, oh God, what am I going to talk about next week? Like, have, <laughs> have we talked about everything? We've still got we so much to talk about. Someone wrote in saying they want to talk about, um, girls being older than guys in relationships and how that's a lot rarer. Normally guys are the ones who have to be older than the girls. Um, we've also spoken about um, single parents. Should everyone go to therapy? Pianos in train stations. Oh, terrorism that. and where that's gone. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be debating that, guys, okay? Excellent. There's heaps. There's honestly, I'm, I'm excited for season two. Whatever that may bring us, I'm, I'm ready for it, Queen. 
I'm very excited. Well, as always, thank you all so much for listening. And of course, you can interact with us further on, I think we'll continue on Instagram, right? Wait, I'm a bit sad. Are you? Yeah, that we're saying goodbye, but not forever. Of course not. It's not a goodbye. It's a see you later, okay? See you later, exactly. Um, We do love you guys. And remember, you can follow us at voicenotes.pod on Instagram. And you can also send us a mail at... Voicenotespod at mail.com. There we go. Um, Thank you all so much for your time. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your ears. Um, We love you very much. And please take care of yourselves uh, during these months, whether you're listening in a hot country or cold country, rug up or undress, do whatever you will. We love you. And we'll see you on Above the Belt Part 2. See you later. See you later.